So today I would like to talk about uh, some of the topics that, that we look at when we're coming out of this dormancy period and, and starting to green up here in, in early spring. Welcome to the Houston Grass Podcast with Houston Grass owner, Michael Romine. Tips to help you buy, install, and care for your grass in the Houston area. Hi, I'm Michael Romine, and this is the Houston Grass Podcast. Uh, today, I would like to, uh, we're, I'm looking outside and everything is kind of brown and dead looking. Uh, it's mid-February, mid but before we know it, we're going to be uh, greening up and everybody greening up and warming up, and everybody's going to be thinking about getting getting back in their yard for, for springtime and sprucing things up and one of the one of the things that we get asked a lot this time of year, uh, we've already here we are mid February and everything is brown, brown, brown. But everybody's everybody's already asking us, well, uh, is your grass green and when is it going to green up and whatnot? And uh, the answer is is the the stuff is grown out in a wide open field. It's not grown in a in a greenhouse or something like that. And uh, so our grass looks like everything else uh, out in Mother Nature right now. It's still very, very brown. Uh, if you see a, see a truckload of grass going down the road right now, uh, if, you, if you pay attention to it, it looks more like a truckload of hay uh, <laughs> behind the trucks these days. Uh, some, something to note, though, is that this grass is, is just fine. What, what you're basically buying right now is a root system, uh, and, and that is – plenty healthy underneath there, underneath all that brown and, and just waiting for some warm weather to, to green up. So uh, the only kind of grass you're going to find that's going to be green this kind of this time of year uh, is, is absolutely going to have to have been spray painted. Uh, there are farms that do that. Uh, we've even tried it and just not had much luck with it. So we've kind of we've kind of gotten away from it. It just doesn't uh, look as good as 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 the real thing. So uh, we just let Mother Nature take its course, and here probably in about a month, I would say uh, mid-March, things will you'll start to see lots and lots of new growth. Uh, when we get these days consistently above 75 degrees, you'll see the new sprigs of uh, green pop up, uh, pop up out of the out of the brown grass, and you, you, as you mow it off, you'll 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 be left with primarily green grass. Uh, it, uh, the the whole the whole secret is it, planting grass this time of year though is just like planting grass any other time of year you you put it out there uh, lay it out on the on the freshly prepared soil bare, bare dirt and uh, lay it out there like tile real tight together and, uh, and and leave no seams and then water it real well and the the beauty of planting grass this time of year is it doesn't take you still have to water a whole lot that first day, but you don't have to, uh, if this was July, I would be telling you, you need to water for multiple hours for, for a couple of weeks after you lay it. This time of year, you do that up one big upfront watering and, and, and then you really can kind of, kind of lay off of it, uh, just a, a little water every few days or so until, until it starts growing again. Uh, if you're, if you have an established lawn, it is a good time of year to note, uh, uh, 
what I like to do and what they do at the farm is go in and cut the grass off really short and cut all that uh cut all that dead material off once you're once you're relatively sure we are past the last frost because you don't want to do this and then it frosts because then you've got a lot of newly exposed uh fresh grass that has that that's uh exposed to that frost and it can kind of damage it uh so you want to make sure I, I, I would wait till late February at the very least to to cut the grass off real short and bag all those clippings. I, I don't I don't normally recommend you do that any other time of year because those clippings can be a good source of nitrogen. But this time of year, I like to go in, cut the grass off real short and uh, and then and then bag all those clippings, rake all that up and get all that dead material out of there and then let let Mother Nature take its course. Uh, we also, this time of year is a, is a good time of year to start thinking about fertilizer. We sell all the nitrofoss products and, uh, the nitrofoss Imperial is a fantastic straight fertilizer, 15, 5, 10. And if you don't have a lot of problems with weeds, it's, it's, uh, a good, good thing to put out. Uh, I like to wait again till, till, till after that last frost is, is important. So, uh, I like to wait till late February as opposed to mid February or so, late February, early March before I put uh put out the first application of fertilizer. Uh put you put that out. If you do have if you do have some weeds and whatnot to contend with, some clover and whatnot, you can get the the uh <clears throat> nitrofoss fertilizer that's that's impregnated with the either the trimec or the atrazine, either the purple or the uh or the turquoise bag and uh you can get get rid of the weeds and, and also give the give the grass a good kickstart uh, for for the for the spring here as well. Uh, now is as good a time to uh, well I, I I won't say that installing grass right now versus versus waiting. I will say that right now, as I mentioned a little earlier, that you, you don't have to water as much when the temperatures are a little more moderate. Uh, this the next three or four months is a fantastic time of year to to plant grass. We pl we sell grass year round, and there's nothing wrong with planting grass year round. You just need to realize that the grass may be uh, it, it may be dormant, and when if, when it's brown like that, that's that's exactly what's going on. There's nothing wrong with planting the grass this time of year, though. You you get it out there. You don't have to water as much, and uh, it, it, you just need the only the only thing to keep in mind is you need to keep the the heavy traffic off of it for the until it does really take root and get started growing. Uh, if you if you pound down the the little bit of material that's that's on top right now, there won't be anything to come out in the in the springtime. So that's really the only only thing to keep in mind when you're planting grass when it's in the when it's in the close to dormant stages or full dormant like it is right now. But it'll green back up in the in the spring just like everything else will. Uh so that that's that's something to keep in mind as well. Uh <clears throat> another thing I would suggest doing this time of year is putting going ahead and putting out uh the pre-emergent uh, the the nitrofoss barricade pre-emergent that that we that we sell uh the first application of that is usually a mid February mid to late February event right before all those weeds it starts warming up and those weeds start poking out you put out that that pre-emergent and it will uh it will keep those weeds at bay it creates that barrier and uh keep keeps the weeds out of your lawn a, a lot of the the 
a lot of the different weeds, not all of them, but it, it does a really good job at that. And then, of course, you, you, there's two more applications of that that need to be done throughout the year, one in, one in late spring, I believe, and another one in the fall. Uh, so those are, those are things that I like to do to, to my own yards and, and what we recommend to customers this time of year. Uh, another thing, I guess, to, uh, to be on the lookout for this time of year is, uh, is brown patch. It's another one of those transition times of year. Uh, meaning the the temperature is transitioning from the colder to warmer, so we have those uh, warm days and still have the cool nights here for the next uh, six or eight weeks. So just like fall, when, when we start to transition from the war, uh, from the warmer to the colder, uh, you you, uh, you get you start to see the yellow circles pop up in your yard, especially in the lower lying areas that may stay wet a little longer, uh, and that's brown patch. And uh, it's distinctive uh, yellow circles, the bright yellow edges with the, the, the brown centers and whatnot. If you see that, you might want to uh, treat with some heritage. It's not as big of a deal this time of year in the spring because normally what's going to happen, unless it really gets out of hand, uh, those it's it's going to eventually warm up and this that that cures this fungus the, the brown patch it puts the brakes on it naturally uh, and then the grass is going to grow out of it. However, if those circles get really big, it really scars up the grass and, and it takes a little bit longer. So, if I saw if I see some uh, little brown the little yellow circles starting, like I said, usually in the lower lying areas of your yard, I would go ahead and treat with some heritage. That would be a would be a good idea to to go ahead and get a get a handle on that. Uh, and and heritage is the uh, granular fungicide that we sell sell here. Uh, you can also get it online uh, and whatnot. But it's the the best that we have found, and it does a, a, a good job with a lot of things. Brown patch in the in the fall and the spring, uh, summer patch uh, in the in the summer and uh also uh gray leaf spot that we that we've battled with here in the on the gulf coast in the summertime when it gets real hot and humid so heritage is a good good uh good thing to keep in your arsenal and uh so so that that's uh certainly something to keep in mind as well uh some other issues that we are facing this year uh it is, this is uh, early spring of 2022, and just like the rest of the world, we're looking at uh, some some price increases that are that are coming from our supplier, which happens to be my family's farm. So I've got some firsthand knowledge as to as to some of the issues that they're facing, and uh, uh, some some of those that that we are going to be passed on a price increase that we will in turn have to, to have to pass them on to our customers and. The primary culprit is the is the increase in fertilizer. Uh, fertilizer has uh, doubled to almost tripled from a year, year and a half ago, and there's a lot of different reasons that that, that I hear about that. But uh, our farm, in particular, uses a whole lot of fertilizer, and that's the one of the one of the many inputs that uh, that we spend the extra money on that a lot of our com 
competition does not spend the money on. It's the reason that our grass is so much thicker and greener and healthier than, than uh, a lot of the other grass that's out there. And it's one of the reasons people love our grass so much. So we're fertilizing more frequently than most. And uh, therefore, uh, our, our, their, their inputs are, are, are go up uh, as well. Uh, they were also expecting a, a small percentage increase in labor, and it, uh, it ended up going up quite a bit more than they thought it was going to. Uh, the wooden pallets that we, we just take for granted that uh, you see everywhere, uh, th those have come in short supply as well. So uh, pallets that they used to get for a couple of dollars are now costing close to $10. And so... Uh, just all all the things that, that we obviously have a lot of tractors and equipment and stuff that uh, maintain all this grass, mow all of this grass and harvest all of this grass and all of those tractors burn diesel. And if you filled your car up lately, obviously you, you, you know that uh, what, what gas prices have done. And uh, so that, that the, another one of the components and then, and then there's the trucks that the 18 wheelers that have to bring us the grass. Their their price has gone up uh, as well. The, the the amount of money that we pay them to bring it from the farm to us is going up because because just because of the the diesel prices have gone up uh, and they uh, they they use a lot of that. So uh, that that's some of the some of the many reasons behind the the price increase that's going to be coming our way. Uh, that, that you'll you'll notice as well. And if you'll look on our website, we keep our our pricing sheet uh, updated. And so for for up to date uh, pricing information, you can certainly look on there. Uh, another thing to keep in mind is as spring gets going here, is that our operating hours will will change. Uh, this time of year. Uh, we are open uh, Monday through Thursday, 8 to 5, and then on Fridays we close early at 4, and we're closed on Saturdays. But as spring gets here, uh, so the, the start, I guess it's uh, February uh February 28th, I guess, is the is, is the is the Monday. That first that first Saturday in March, we are traditionally open. So we will our hours will, will transition from Monday through Friday, eight to five, and Saturdays we will be here from eight to noon or until we sell out of grass. Uh, if it's anything like the last uh, couple of years have been, uh, we normally sell out of grass pretty pretty quickly on Saturdays. Uh, just because we can't we can't get quite as much as we'd like to have, so uh, that that's something to keep in mind about Saturdays. Uh, we we had to go to a first come first serve basis last year. We'll we'll see if that that becomes the case or if we'll be able to do pre orders and whatnot this year. But uh, we won't know that till I guess till we get get up and going. And so uh, another thing that that changes with spring is one of one of the ways that you can contact is you can you can always call us uh but we also have a contact form on our website that you can fill out and uh normally we can get back to you pretty quickly uh uh if if you've got questions about grass or need a quote or or something like that Starting in the springtime, there's there's only three of us that work here, and uh, we normally get so busy that we don't have time to uh, to, to answer that form for a few days. So they get the the request can get kind of backed up. So 
uh, you might want to consider. Uh, if, if you're in a hurry to get a hold of us, it's definitely best to give us a call. And we've got uh, a couple of phone lines. And if we, we don't answer your phone call, please leave us a message and we'll, we'll, we'll get back with you. Uh, it's just, it's, uh, we're, we're kind of a, a small operation and we, uh, we, we do the best we can to serve as many folks as fast as we can. And, uh, so we, we think we do a pretty good job at it and, uh, hope to, hope to continue doing that. Uh, we're looking forward to, to another spring and things warming up and greening up and, uh, Please, if you if you've got any questions about grass that you have, or issues with with grass, or need some fertilizer, or just need a few patches of grass, or you or you put in a new swimming pool and need to replace your whole backyard or something, please feel free to give us a call, and we'll uh, do our best to answer any questions that you might have. Thank you for listening to the Houston Grass Podcast. We have more information on our website at Houston Turf Grass dot com.